Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest things in life. I'll come in a pair They say hindsight's 2020, But that ain't far enough behind me So if you want the sweetest honey I think hindsight's 1990 There's no need to pretend I got a hand I can land Cause when you really need a friend Just ask Shit 90 shows taught me Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm just like kind of a lost soul. Like sometimes I come off as a wild child, but there's just something really sweet and vulnerable underneath all this posturing for me and I just want you to know that like you know that you can too be a wild child if you want but I I, I don't think you have it in you I just don't think I can talk like this for a very long time and just act like I'm just like so emotionally deep when really I'm just like the most shallow character that has existed on television <laughs> yeah oh hello everybody we're here um recapping this episode of dawson's creek which like let's all be honest is a shit show it's a fucking <laughs> shit show we are like yeah. peak sloppy messy dawson's creek and i'm not talking like fun mess season two is fun mess it's like i'll get all up in that dirt and like rumble around a bit this is like someone hand me a washcloth, please, because I've had enough. Yeah, I think this one is so far the worst of the five um, that we've watched. I agree completely. And it's because so, it's mainly focused yeah. on fucking Eve, who no one gives a fucking shit about. Oh, yeah, I'm totally like the focus of the episode. Um, it, I mean, it was once again, it wasn't like the worst um 40 minutes of television that I've ever watched in my life. I'm sticking to Dawson's all Dawson's Creek is good Dawson's Creek, but um yeah, like it was once again I feel like they were trying to achieve 
sex she wrote again like kind of that vibe like a yeah um a genre episode and it just doesn't really work um, no it was almost like a detective movie episode yeah. of Dawson's Creek and it was just yeah. like what are we watching yeah, and the, why am I supposed to care about Eve again can someone remind me why the fuck I give two shits about Eve because I don't well I mean I'll tell you why because of the last like two minutes of the episode <sighs> That's why we are supposed to care about Eve. It is so frustrating. But we'll get into it. Um, first things first, how's your day? How's your week been? Uh, my day and week has been pretty fine. I'm really trying to hunker down, get some real work done. Mm-hmm. We've been super busy um, at my job at the FBI. Um, so just trying to get stuff done with that. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, I mean, I mean, we're okay. We're mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a vacation coming up. Thank God. I am in desperate need of a vacation. I've been calling this my vacation itis week where I can't really concentrate on anything because all my focus is on how I cannot wait to like have some relaxation time. Um, yeah, it's been a long time. Like I've taken a little bit of time off and everything, obviously, but I haven't had a true, true vacation in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I just like need it, man. I just need to just sit back and do absolutely nothing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And yeah. you deserve it, girly. I'm <sighs> very excited for you in that hot tub. Oh, my God. The hot tub. Up. Let me tell you, if you're getting an Airbnb and you're not getting a hot tub, what even are you doing? Like that is to me, a hot tub is like the peak of luxury. And I'm not talking about like a hotel hot tub where you're sharing it with all these other filthy bodies. No, thank you. I am talking about private hot tub outside relaxing. We bring our little um, we have like a little Bluetooth speaker um, that yeah. is like surprisingly loud. Like it's pretty good. I think we got it for like 20 bucks on Amazon. And we bring that and we just like put okay. on either a podcast or music and it's great. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say like I'm sure that you more likely put on a podcast <laughs> to the hot tub, yeah. which is like not romantic. No, but considering like my husband and I both listen to a shit ton of podcasts, like yeah. that's kind of our version. Like what we'll do is when we go on a plane, either we'll walk. This is like so cheesy. Whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. I don't care. Well, like if we go on a plane together, we usually will pick out stuff to watch. So right now the plan is to watch Sopranos because I've already seen it. Will and I had been watching it. I think we were up through like season three or season four. And then he like got lost interest. But then, of course, the movie came out and he wants to see it. So mm-hmm. we have to finish our watch of The Sopranos. So that's the plan. So what we do is like he'll bring his laptop and we share earbuds. And so like because other otherwise you can't really, you know. Right. So we share earbuds and we watch the same thing. So one time when we went to San Diego, we watched all of... um. Oh, my God. I'm blanking on the name. He's going to kill me. What is it? It's this like it's this show. It was like a mini series. It was one season and it was this island and there was a bunch of murderers. It was fascinating. Harper's Island. That's the one. Um, and we watched all of that on the plane. And so like that's what we like to do on the plane together. And we both listen to a lot of podcasts. So it's like, I don't know. It's what our thing is. It's not like everyone's thing. But we listen to music, too. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound too icky romantic just like if you think that i thought that's the sharing the earbuds thing was like too romantic for some people mm, probably not i think that's just you we just sit on a plane and make out the entire flight sarah no no 
No, no, no. Especially not with masks. Um. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> we just touch masks yeah. to each other's faces. It's so oh. adorable. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yep. No, none of that. Well, <laughs> you know, this is our send off. Um, when you guys are listening to it, Jessica will be on her vacay. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be up to something. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I guess I could share. I don't I see why you share. can't. It's up you, to you. You guys are, you your, guys are my it's friends. Your personal it's information. Not, yeah, I'm having um, a little bit of a surgery uh, this Monday when this podcast is released. Um, nothing too worrisome. My calcium was raging and apparently <laughs> having too much calcium is a bad thing. They tell you and when they, you're a child that it's you're supposed to have strong bones and you were just yeah. trying to do that. I was over, my body was overcompensating and making too much calcium. And then under further investigation, my parathyroid hormone was raging as well, Mm -hmm. which means that um, my parathyroid, which is a rice sized gland. It's that that small? Yeah, that sits on your parath, on your thyroid. So like a thyroid is like a butterfly shaped gland. gland yeah in your neck and then on the tip of each wing like top right bottom right top left bottom left there's like a parathyroid gland which like i said is is rice-sized so um apparently this tiny rice-sized gland can really f up your body and make you have raging calcium like me and all the cool um, kids have it she she at least one has got to go yeah at least one we'll see when i actually get into surgery um i know it's like the issues on my left side we'll see if both have to go Mm -hmm. um so that's what's happening on Monday. Uh, coincidentally, the same day that Jess is going on her vacation. It, we really, like we've already said, we're very good at scheduling, but we're like extra good at scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, it should be fine. It should be fine. Uh, I'm fine. Everything like, will be fine. okay. Nobody needs to worry. Fine. Everything will no. be wonderful. And then we'll no. be back. No worries. Like So like we said, next week you'll get like when or excuse me this week this episode you'll get normal then you'll get a bonus podcast that is Dawson's Creek related but it's not an episode recap following week back to normal back to back the to normal yeah yeah mm-hmm. so no you won't miss any weeks I will just be not recording for a week which will be very weird mm-hmm. for me but yeah it'll be fine I'll get through yeah it. yeah do you want to get into some um what this episode Indian of Dawson's Summer. Creek? Yeah, season three, episode yeah. five, Indian Summer, which isn't really a nice thing to say anymore. Um, but uh, we start off with Pacey holding a small fan. He's like swearing. They're having a really bad movie night because it's like so hot. It's like an um, um, like abysmal day, basically. Okay, so like um, this summer is typically like the end of summer or like a early fall day where it's like especially hot. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Basically it's like you think it's going to it's basically like this time of year where you think it's going to be cooler and then all of a sudden you get a really really warm day. Yeah. So everyone's like sweating their fucking ass off throughout the entire um, episode. You know some poor little intern had to run around with a spray bottle and spritz <laughs> everybody like a cat on a countertop. <laughs> It's like ridiculous. It's like everyone yeah. is like really, really wet. Yeah, um, it's not great. Not even the good kind. So, um, <laughs> Pacey is like 
effing around. He's like, I used to do this as a kid where you like talking to the fan and you're like, uh. everybody does that. That's yeah. if you didn't sing the Doug song into your fan, who even were you as a 90s kids? Like, yeah. uh, ooh, wee, you killer tofu. Oh, you know, yeah. That, yeah. I could tell that'd be a good one. That was a good one to sing into a fan. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. Dawson is like. I mean, everyone's really irritable. Like, Dawson can't figure out, like, film noir. And Pacey is just saying, like, I don't know. Like, we used to be cool. We used to have cute girlfriends. And now we're losers, like, sweating (laughs) in a smelly room uh, on a Friday night. Also, Pacey's drinking apple juice um, in this scene. strange beverage for a teenage boy to drink. bold choice. Yeah. Yeah. Bold choice. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and basically they have this whole conversation about how um, Pacey says that, like, most guys in the world are just big, dumb idiots willing to sell their soul to get some. Not a really pretty picture of men, but okay. Um, and so Pacey's, like, had it. He leaves. We see Dawson turn the TV off. He looks out his window, and all of a sudden he, like, notices lights on around Jen's yeah. house. Well, it looks like a flashlight. Right. So that's a little, that's a little strange. Yeah, so he calls the police. Be- and good thing. Good job, Dawson. Excellent. Call 911. Report it. Calls the police. Um, and then he, like, goes to investigate, and he bumps into Eve climbing out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Dawson. Hi, it's just me. I'm just, you know, walking around. Um, so he yeah. cleans up her wounds, and Eve jokes and says that her and Jen are having a torrid love affair. Um, Eve wants to, like, make out, and Dawson's like, first you need to explain why you were breaking and entering. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, Dawson's asking a lot of questions, and Eve certainly doesn't like to answer questions. Yeah. So she's trying to avoid it. Like, let's <gasps> make out. Like, let's, I know like, what Eve do stands something. for. Evasive. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Right. So, um, so he basically says, like, you're going to start talking, or I'm going to talk to the police, and then in turn, Eve blackmails him and says, if you go to the police and tell them, then I'll report you to like the education bureau or whatever about the PSAT, Bitch. and you and your quote unquote sweet valley high extras that you call friends are going to get um in trouble the audacity of this bitch she is the one who fucking gave him the tests and now she's being rude about this to eve's point he was the one that took it so he she says that she has no problem making everybody feel uncomfortable and like i said she blackmails him and Doug knocks on the door. Of course and it's Dawson, Doug. Of course it's Doug. Doug. Okay. The this of is Doug. the same the same actor, it is. correct? Yep. Okay. Same guy. I thought so. It looked and sounded like him. I just wanted to make sure mm-hmm. it's been it wouldn't an be, entire season. Yeah, it wouldn't be odd him. if they've recast him. But yeah. I mean, but like seriously, it like we last saw him in season one. So wouldn't it be crazy? Like like, okay, you're going to yeah. sit on the sidelines for entire season two and we're going to get you back. It'd be but like guess- if they brought Bodie back. <laughs> Maybe I guess anything's possible now, but that I mean, we've seen Doug sooner than we've seen Bodie. Yes, oh, most definitely, we definitely, yeah, have. yeah, yeah. Bodie went and took like that bus to the other restaurant, <laughs> and we never saw him again. Never will. Ne- who knows? Okay, I'd love so to. So she. So he, you know, covers for Eve and he's like, oh, I thought I saw something, but it was nothing. Yeah, it was Jen Doug, like, sneaking in the window. Doug, like, flashes his light. He's like, 
Okay. Um, and then Dawson goes back upstairs, and of course, Eve is gone. This will teach you to put a fucking ladder up against your window, Dawson. Please kick down the ladder. Like this is dangerous. Yeah, it's time to take down the ladder, especially Who if you're you like to- seeing people getting like B and E's. Like, kick that ladder down, bro. Maybe that's Dawson's preferred in and out method. <laughs> the ladder. Yeah. I mean, I don't know ladder. why you would want to do that when you have a fucking front door, but you know, okay. whatever. Let, let's talk about like the one great thing about this episode, and, and that is Jack yes. and Jen's friendship. And that is like, we keep banging this drum, but like to me, that is the redeeming quality of season three so far is Jen and Jack. Yes. Like they make a great yes. pair. They have like such a cute moment. They're laying on a blanket in the park, looking at the stars. Yeah, this is apparently what they do, and I think it's adorable. I do too. Jen says it's perfect, and uh, she says that a girl could do a lot lot worse than hanging out with Jack um and Jen says she'd rather be doing this with Matt Damon or Ben Affleck um and Jack is basically it's interesting because this entire episode is Jack pushing Jen to like get a boyfriend or to date basically um and he says you know it is possible that this could happen you know you could do this with Henry and Jen is like uh, a freshman the innocents are the ones that run you over like a Mack truck <laughs> mm. It's it's I mean, it kind of is true because like with yeah. like a bad boy, you almost expect that they're going to be a dog. Yes. But like with like a sweet boy that's like, you know, seems like he checks all these boxes yep. when they hurt you. It hurts so much worse. You weren't expecting you were like, it. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Jack is like, but he worships you. And she's like, you know, he's just a teen boy. He'll worship anything in a wonder bra. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, a so-. but anyway, I'm like already sleeping with the best looking guy in the football team. <laughs> and best friends are nothing to sleep at. And then she talks about how, like, when she first met Joey and Dawson, she was, like, really envious because she's never had, like, that sort of relationship. Yeah. Because sex always gets in the way. And right. the good thing about their friendship is that sex will never become be, uh, come between them. Yeah. And this was so great. Like, I, this is exactly what we've been spent. We've spent the yep. last three seasons Talk or two talking about for for Jen is we want her to have a friend we wanted her to yes, have a confidant a real friend exactly someone that she wasn't going to eventually date you know and Jack is it for her now and I love their friendship and I think like I do too this is one of the main redeeming factors of season three so far is just seeing their friendship and honestly as much as I love Jack and I like appreciate him giving her advice and being there for Jen I think she's right like why are you trying to push me away to make me find a guy when like best friends are also amazing thing to have like I'm not he acts like it's like oh well you'd rather be dating somebody or you'd rather be on a date with somebody right now but like that's not true like you can have both like there's nothing wrong with spending an evening with your best friend you know yeah but they spend like every night together so I think that he's feeling like a a little insecure that like maybe that he feels like he's holding her back like maybe that like she would be happier elsewhere and it's also Um, definitely like a it's like a it's a him thing too like he it's like it's definitely like a i'm trying to think of the word for it like projecting projecting. yes yeah yeah what's um who was the last person that jen was involved with wasn't it douchey trey or whatever hit trey what is his name the homophobic religious guy um Gosh, I know who cares who what his name is, but no, 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 no. You know it's... who I'm talking about, though. Vince, but no, not Vince. Vince. That's the other guy. 
No, Vince is not. Yeah, okay. not Hold Vincent. On. That guy was on the docks. Yeah, it definitely was that guy. He was the last guy she dated. Um, and then they broke things. So it's off. been like, it's been like a really long time. Then, like half a season, probably. Yeah. So, um, so she. I mean, she needs to date somebody now. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, I'm I'm enjoying the her and Jack stuff. Like, I don't want to lose that. If anything, I'd like a love interest for poor Jack. Like, we haven't seen anything for him. Yes, of course we want a love interest for poor Jack. I'm just saying but... we've seen plenty of love interests for Jen, and I'd like to see some for Jack, too. Um, but, yeah, the cute, mm-hmm. cute moment with them. We'll get more from them later. Um, meanwhile, at the docks, Joey's cleaning a boat, and, of course, freaking... Ugh, this jerk off guy Rob is watching her and he's like oh take a break and hydrate yourself he gives her a soda that's not gonna hydrate her by the way yeah. um, um the guy the guy's name was Tyson Tyson I said Trey close enough <laughs> you were very close yeah um but okay so this is like what's so confusing so he offers her a diet coke yeah but last episode it was a diet pepsi and then later on in this episode another diet pepsi is shown so we have competing sponsored sponsorships here who are you sponsored by dawson's creek maybe maybe here's the thing they're probably not sponsored by either but they're trying to get sponsored by both of them Mm -hmm. so they're like we'll Mm -hmm. just put both in and whoever speaks to us first yeah. we'll go with also they're trying to get the minute made sponsorship yes. minute minute aid minute minute minute, minute, minute made. made isn't it minute made because it takes it a minute to make it so wrong let me i'll look this up it is minute made but it's minute, minute made. made like like a maid Lemonade. like a cleaner weird that's how it's spelled so um so they're really they're really really trying so he um so then he is asking her out. Apparently this happens like every single day where he invites her to the movie and dinners. And she says, um, ask me again in two years when I'm legal. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, some other little lady is going to take you up on take me up on the offer and you're going to be jealous. And she says, I can live with that. And then um he starts spraying her with the hose and she gets very upset like this as if she's like the wicked witch of the west i just she's think like, she's don't just like don't spr- i think she's just i think the thing is is she doesn't want to entertain any of this like yeah. he's sexually harassing her at this point and yes. it's her boss which makes it i mean worse it's already sexual harassment but it's worse and she's underage and he's not and so like there's many 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 red flags here um and yeah this is just infuriating like I think at the beginning of the season when we were introduced to this character I feel like you thought there might be was it were you guessing it was going to be a Joey and him situation yeah I said that it's a potential new love interest so are you happy that she's sticking up for herself and like not dealing with this guy's fucking bullshit because he's yeah like I'm I'm happy that you know she's not falling in love with like the first person that she sees like she still has those Joey standards yeah um, I like that she's sticking up for herself. Um, later on, I like how she handles herself with Andy. Yep. So, yep. Um, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, this is interesting. So Dawson is asking around to the resources that are available to him, the school secretary and the <laughs> strip joint manager, information about Eve, and the secretary's looking up even the. Um, in the database and like nobody nobody's of that name is there there's never there is not there was 
there was not, there has never been an Eve Whitman enrolled. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the strip joint manager calls him out for being 16 and underage, and you should not be here. And if you go to school with a girl, then she should not be here either. Which we've already said. We already said it was like, she isn't in school. She worked at a strip club. It doesn't make sense. Um, So mystery, mystery. We'll see what happens with this. So I feel like at this rate, possibly very much possibly change like this is eve whitman's not her real name like i feel like um it's probably a fake name but it doesn't even matter because she didn't even go to exactly school there. it doesn't matter either way my guess would be like eve is her first name but whitman isn't her last name or something like that you know or her last name i don't know like there, like nobody's really named eve maybe it's like evangeline or something oh fancy you know she fancy yeah. Um, we get a Henry and Jack scene. Yeah, so Jack doesn't want to practice in the heat, um, and Henry doesn't want to get into trouble. But then, of course, he sees Jen, and he, like, loses it. He can't talk to her. He just, like, you know, gets frozen. I mean, that dress should not be allowed at school. <laughs> That dress is like a sex dress. Yeah. And on top of it, like she's eating this like bomb pop that is just like so sexual. It's ridiculous. She's like eating this ice cream and she walks up and she offers a lick to both of them. Fucking disgusting, even in non-COVID times. Um, And Henry can't even answer. He just like shakes his head. (laughs) And so Jen's just like, all right, see you later. Um, and, uh, Jack comes up with this plan and he says, what if you didn't have to ask her out? What if your first date was just fate? Two people happening to be at the same place at the same time. Right. Well, I mean, I would say that, um, if it happened naturally, it's kismet. If it's arranged, then it is a manipulated situation. Yep. Yes. Um, but you know, Henry is desperado and he needs help. Yeah. And I think that like Jack, Jack thinks this is a good plan. He feels like he's doing a good deed. Um, Mm -hmm. Jen will disagree later, but that is how Jack feels. Um, meanwhile, we're back out on the streets of Cape side and Dawson runs into Dougie, of course. Um, and Dawson, I love this. Dawson comes up with this lie. He's working on a screenplay with a cop protagonist. He's stuck mm-hmm. on the part where the hero's trying to find the find the femme fatale. How would I go about finding her? Um, and this is like Dougie's like, well, you have to know who your enemy is. Who is this girl? Um, and Dawson says she's a lost soul. Some, some, she comes off as a wild child. And Dougie's just like, oh, easy. Easy. Go to the laundromat. <laughs> she has to, she has okay, to get her clothes not, done. Yeah. It's not a terrible idea it's because not. she does need to get her clothes washed. I mean, big assumption that Eve does not have a washing machine, but right. sure. Knowing she's like a, a drifter, though. She's a drifter. Yeah, yeah. She needs to wash her clothes. Um, So uh, that was, that, so he stakes out the laundry machine. So ridiculous. Yeah, Pacey comes to join him. Um, I can barely concentrate in this scene because I was too distracted by Pacey's horrendous sandals. I don't remember them. What did they look they like? They were disturbing. I get, They were like, I don't know. They're like those, those type of sandals that you wear to... <gasps> Are they like, like old white men sandals where they have yes! millions of straps? 
Yeah, yeah. And like yeah, yeah, I hated them. They're like chunky little sandals. Like you wear them to like with a fanny pack oh, and like khaki oh, shorts. Yes, I and a polo. It. Oh, they're like dad yeah. sandals. Yeah, are they mandals? Are they them. considered mandals? I think they are. Yeah, and his little like chunky feet were out. I was like, no, <laughs> I don't want to see man toes most of the time. I, I was like, Pacey, what are these yeah. shoes? So Pacey's like, Dawson, you're obsessed um with this uh and he's like well don't you want to know about eve and pacey's like i haven't even met eve like i don't like no he has but he's like i'm not obsessed and he goes some women um who will come into the movie set that is your life and function solely as a day player they'll show up they'll know their dialogue they'll hit their marks occasionally steal a scene or two from you but they'll always and forever remain a impenetrable mystery uh, yes, That's not everybody point. in your life will um, take up an entire chapter of your book. Maybe some people will just take up a few pages. Mm-hmm. I think this is an excellent point by PC. Yes, yes. So, um, but Dawson wants to figure out all the lies. He wants to know who um, this girl is. And PC thinks that uh, they should distract themselves with going to a video store. And... Um, then asks about, like, hey, did you get that advice from Doug to go to the laundromat? I love the idea that this has happened many times. And oh, every yeah. time Dougie's like, instantly, laundromat, I got you, buddy. Yes. Like, smarts up yes. here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, so basically uh, they spot Eve getting the same, like, ice pop. Why is everybody eating bomb pops? I don't know. And... His he says that his dad's approach is better because now they're going to follow Eve. Yeah, I mean, fair enough, I guess that they're just. I mean, it's a little different from advice. the The advice was, "How can I find Eve? Not right. what should I do once I find exactly, Eve? exactly." Um, so we're back on the docks here, and Dickface Rob needs service on his daddy's bout. Um, he's on a date, and uh, she says he's gone overboard on the CK1. Joey does. I love that line. Um, and he says his date is wearing nice skin-tight clothes. He's going to get some tonight. Um, were you expecting it to be Andy? Uh, no, but I'm not. Like, it wasn't that You pretty surprising. much knew it was going to be someone we knew, though, probably. Yeah, like, probably. I don't really think I think about it so much, like, in the moment. I'm like, like, Sarah, I, tell me every thought that you've had while you watch Yeah, I just, like, I just watch. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Sometimes Dawson's it's nice Creek. to be a passive viewer of things. Yeah, because, yeah, because. You don't have to think you know, actively really, about it. Yeah, I'm just, the first time I watch is for the fun. Yeah. It's for funsies. Yeah. So, um. Okay, so Andy comes out. She's looking super cute. Mm-hmm. On paper, I understand why Andy would find Rob appealing. Yeah. So um, apparently she was at the country club with her dad because her dad's thinking about joining the country club and she ran into Rob and they already knew each other because he went to prep school with uh, Tim. Right. Which and, this makes sense to me that like yes. you would make that connection. He already like his family is well known and well established and we it's know. A senator. Exactly. And. To Andy, these things can be important. Obviously, she dated Pacey, so they're not the end-all, be-all. But, like, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, he comes from good stock. Like, he knew my brother. Like, seems yeah. great. On paper, I think that they would be a good match. Right. Like, I think that they probably have some things in common. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to go to Harvard. I'm sure Rob went to some ritzy Ivy League school because... 
their family paid. But why um, is he working at like the docks then? I I think it's like just like a side business, a and job he or really something. doesn't work. I don't think he really works because he has money. I just think that this is like something that he does. I bet to his family owns time. the place, and he just like is managing it or something. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, and, like, I think to somebody like Andy, dating a senator's son is, like, very appealing. Yeah. Um, because yeah. it's, like, oh, like, yeah, like you were saying, like, they're of good stock. As, so, like, yeah, especially if her I get problem it. with Pacey was that she felt like he wasn't motivated enough, like, she mm-hmm. had to be the one to push him. If she's yeah. dating somebody who's gone to those types of prep schools and all of that, she probably feels like they're on a similar path in the future and if she knows of him through her brother tim then it's not like she can ask tim anymore yeah. like how was this guy yeah but the fact that it's like oh this is my brother's tim prep school buddy like i, I mean it kind of feels like you already know him so it's it's so i don't i'm not upset with andy for going on this date because no. I, you know, she's not privy to any of this stuff, really. No, 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 no. My problems come with her later in the episode. But for right now, right. yeah, she doesn't know anything about all of that. Um, and mm-hmm. so Joey asks where they're going and um, he says they're going to the movies. It's too hot to do anything else. Almost anything else. Ha ha ha. Um, mm-hmm. And he like tips her and he puts it in her shirt. I fucking hate this. She gives yeah. it back to him and she's like save it for bail money. Which good <laughs> on you Joey. Like we know Joey could use the money. And I just appreciate yeah. how like she's a proud person. And she's like not going to take shit from anybody even if she needs the money. Yeah I love also how Andy like is waving ferociously at Joey. And she's just like bye Joey. Bye we're going to have so much fun. Poor Andy. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we cut to Henry and he's like at Jen and Jack's spot with his own blanket with like notes on his hand of what to say. And Jen creeps up behind him and he's speechless once again. And she's like, are you OK? One gulp for yes, two gulps for no. That was so sweet. And then she's like, one gulp. Good. And then she's like, what's on your hand? And the only thing that he can spew out is... I think you're awesome. You look awesome. You smell awesome. Everything about you is awesome. I just wanted you to know that. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, here's the thing. The thing that I don't think Jen quite understands because, and to be fair to Jen is like all she sees is he's speechless. So she doesn't really know his true feelings because he's not able to express them. But like, it's very obvious that Henry is not just like some freshman who will have a crush on anybody. His crush is yeah, for Jen. Yeah, but what Jen. does he really know about Joe, uh, about Jen though? He doesn't know much, right? Like it's, it's yeah. pure lust at this point. Um, right. But you know what? Here's the thing. He probably has heard her reputation. He's seen her cheerleading. He knows that she's not, she's one of a kind. She's unique. She's not just like a go with gal, right? Like she forges her own path. And so right. because of that, like maybe he's, that's what he's attracted to. Um, right. But yeah, so Jen is like catching on and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, hanging out. Um, and Jen says she's waiting for Jack. And uh, Henry says Jack won't be here. He sent me instead. This was weird. And this he was, blew it right here. He did. Because this is when Jen realized, like, the jig is up. Jen realizes what's going on. Um, she says she knows that he's new at this being, what, 14, 15? And she said, here, this is the thing. This, these are the this these lines are the reasons that, like, people stand Jen. And, like, I am here for season three, Jen. Even though all the writers are getting everything wrong about everything else, they are getting Jen and Jack correct. 
You know what who, I mean? Yeah. Who is writing for Jen and who's writing for the rest of the crew? Because I feel like this Jen is the Jen we know from season one. You know? Right. She, she, season two Jen was all over the place. But like she, she had shades of this. But like this is back to season one Jen where she sticks up for herself and she says dating is a consensual activity that involves prearrangement. So you can't skip asking me. If you want to ask me out, ask me out. Like this isn't a date because I would have had to say yes and I didn't say yes. And I think that yeah. like I don't think Jen dislikes Henry. Jen just dislikes the fact that she wasn't even involved in this. No one no one told her. It was like she was duped. She was told one thing and so mm-hmm. she expected that thing and then she arrives yeah. and it's something else. And she just like doesn't appreciate this especially because she knows Jack is involved and Jack is her best friend yeah. and he shouldn't be yeah. doing this to her. And I agree no. with Jen here. As much as Henry is a sweetheart, I agree with Jen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and the door's not closed. She literally said, next time, don't skip the part where you ask me. Exactly. So that still, to me, leaves the door open. She did say next time. Next time, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, e, so they, Pacey and Dawson are following Eve, and they find her going into a boat where she changes out of her typical swimsuit top and shorts into, like, this little pink dress. And Pacey wants to follow her while Dawson wants to check out the boat. Um and like we get to see the boat there's like clothes everywhere and Mm -hmm. food and candy wrappers um dawson finds a picture of a mysterious blonde woman and puts it in his pocket while doug is um is there and tries to arrest him but once he sees it's dawson then he doesn't get arrested yeah i love dawson leary why am i not surprised let me guess research for your movie um and yeah I love this he's like oh you know I'm just like um this is someone I know's boat like I'm just hanging out and he's like yeah it belongs to Mr. and Mrs. whatever the hell in their late 80s like you're not friends with them <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> yeah um um yeah so there's been some crime in the marina recently somebody yeah. stole a speedboat Ooh, one of um, that was so, yeah so obviously that speedboat that Eve borrowed from her boss uh the day that like that big party was taking place yeah. um, can you imagine if dawson had been caught boat. on that like that would have been so fucked like he was already pissed about crashing his dad's boat but if he had like legitimately got caught on a stolen boat oh yeah my he would have been royally fucked yeah um and aside from that um like he wants to know like do you know anything about it dawson lies um, and he, Doug says, you're a good kid, but something's definitely going on because all of a sudden you're the boy who cried 911. Mm-hmm. You post thinly veiled hypotheticals to an officer of the law. And Doug somehow- gets off on calling himself an officer of the law. Bitch, oh, yeah. just call oh, yourself yeah. a fucking cop. Like, all right. Yeah. I he can't. mentions the femme fatale. He's like, there's something going on and you're not telling me. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Pacey comes down and he's like, Deputy Doug is in the house. Um, and this is a very strange um, conversation between the two of them. It's almost like whoever wrote this episode had only watched one episode of C- of Dawson's yes. Creek and it was in the first season. Yes, they're like, so, oh, we haven't had any Pacey character growth from season one to now. So yes. this scene makes complete sense. Meanwhile, he has grown yeah. so much. In fact, he's like really good friends with Jack, a gay guy. And yet, yeah, this is what we get. Yeah, so it felt like so forced this scene for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I liked about it is how Doug said, "Little 
brother. <laughs> like, I thought that's the only thing I liked about the scene. Yeah. Um, but basically, the, the gist of it, if you didn't rewatch the episode, was like, Pacey basically calls Doug gay a bunch of times. Dougie yells, I'm not gay. Um, now both of you get off this dock and it's like it's a whole thing it's really disgusting it's it's, not fun to watch it's literally like an episode from season one yeah and we outgrew that like Pacey is not that guy anymore at least from what we've seen and so this is really feels like a giant step back and it's just not fun to watch in any content no yeah no and then we have like once again it's like oh okay so we're back at the Rialto it reopened I thought it was reopening as something else but once again this is like this this writer only watched one episode yeah. of season one Dawson's Creek that's why Jen is similar to her <laughs> season one character oh that's God, why the Rialto is still on. there and they're like yeah. what is this Andy chick who is she let's just write oh, all just this throw, shit throw her a storyline yeah whatever she's oh she's yeah. the villain okay let's Let's make her the villain then. Great. Got yeah. the notes. Who wrote this episode? I, I have words. No, we need to, we have a bone to pick with them though. Uh yeah. So um Yes, so Joey comes in and she's looking for Andy. She sees Rob is already sitting down. They run into each other and like Andy's like so excited to see Joey. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm having a great date. Like this is so good. Like, you know, money is not everything and status isn't everything, but it doesn't hurt that he's the senator's son. Like all this stuff. And Joey's like, slow down. Uh, I got to tell you, like Rob Logan is not the and uh, not a nice guy yeah she basically tells andy that he's been like sexually harassing her and andy and this kills me because we we love andy i don't hold it against andy what the writers are doing to her they're really just throwing her in the trash because she says like oh not everybody minds being looked at in a sexual way joey like some people like it and it's like okay like <laughs> Let's not have Andy pretend that Joey is just a prude. Like, that's not what this is. And it's really, really frustrating. Joey is just a prude. She is. She's a bit of a prude. But, like. She's such a prude. But the thing is, is for Andy to not believe Joey over a guy she just met is really frustrating and Joey like says like he keeps hitting on me and Andy just assumes that Joey's trying to ruin this for her she's like um you know Joey says I want you to know what kind of guy Rob is and Andy says that guys aren't exactly Joey's expertise between Dawson and her gay brother uh Joey isn't sophisticated which was weird too it once again felt very forced it did it's like I felt as though it was a sloppy line. Like, mm-hmm. I think that you can say something Like, it's your different. own fucking brother who you yeah. support now. Yeah. Like, it took yep. you a minute to, to get there, but you yeah, fully support very, him. It's very strange. Yeah. Um, Joey tells her to get a grip, and uh, yeah, so... And she says, Joey, staying home every Friday night isn't going to bring Dawson back. And she's like, oh, but you think a Nimrod, like Rob Logan, is a recipe for recovery? And um, Andy, if you think this little escapade is going to help you get over Pacey, you're wrong. Joey, I'm moving on with my life. Um, somehow I thought of um, you, of all people, would understand that and be happy for me. I guess I was wrong. Is Joey wrong to bring up Pacey to Andy? Because we know that Andy is wrong in a lot of this conversation, right? Like, and yeah. I don't hold it against Andy. Again, like, the, we know the writers are throwing her down the trash. Mm-hmm. So, but is is it wrong of Joey to bring up Pacey and, and say, like, try to get into Andy's mind of, like, why she might be dating this guy? I think that, number one, they're not 
super best friends. Yeah. So yep. maybe this conversation is a little too um, intimate for Andy's comfort coming from um, Joey. Number two, I think that when Joey gets really heated, she like goes for the gut. Like, you know, she has no chill when she's in an argument. Yeah, she'll um, go she'll go for the jugular for sure. Yeah, exactly. So um I think that Joey is right for trying. However, like how many times have you had a friend that's making terrible decisions with their yeah. significant others and they suck and no matter how many times you're like, I don't know, like I don't think they're good for you, blah 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 blah. They never listen. Yeah. I have never successfully gotten somebody being like you know what? You're right. I'm going to break up with them right now. Yeah. Like, and then they actually do. Like, it's always like you have like these conversations over and over and over again. And they, it's like the person has to figure it out on their own. They cannot yeah. and will not listen to you. It's, I know it's frustrating because they're asking you for your advice, but everybody has to learn their own lessons. Yeah. But I think, Here's the thing. I think it's right. It's good of Joey to bring this up to, to yeah, Andy. she tried. She did try. Good. But I think, like, bringing up Pacey... And Andy was already, like, going to a really wrong place and saying, like, why are you trying to ruin this for me? Um, but I think bringing up Pacey really isn't the right tactic here. Um, but, yeah, so Joey... Joey being the boss-ass bitch, like, and she... That's the best part is she's not best friends with Andy. Like, despite the fact that she went to help pick her up, which is also fucking ridiculous, they're not good friends. And so for her to not even just be like, well, fuck you then and go home is pretty amazing. She's a really good friend. I really like how Joey doubles down, sits right next to Andy and Rob, distracts Rob with snacks and talks about the cheese and nachos. Yeah, she's like, all this congealed stuff. It's not cheese. It's cheese food. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Um, so I, I, I do like, I do like how she doubles down and is yeah. like, no, like I'm going to monitor this and I'm not going to let you be in a bad situation with this dude. Yeah. Can I ask you, what is your, yeah. cause we're, we're at the movies here. We see they yeah. have nachos and goobers. What is your yeah. preferred movie snack? If you're going popcorn. to a movie theater, do you get, the- I love popcorn. Okay. So like you're going to buy the like movie theater, the movie theater yeah. popcorn. Yeah, do you yeah, bring I do you sneak any pop- snacks? I love. Uh, well, besides the carrots. Um, oh my no. god! I no, forgot I about the carrots. I know. I know. I just want to stick to popcorn when okay. I'm at the movies. Like I don't really go for candy at the movies. Interesting. I'm a sneaker what about you? Yeah, I'm a sneaker inner. I'll get I'll get popcorn if like Will wants it. I mean, I don't. It's not necessary for my viewing experience. Um, but I will usually as a kid, we would always like go to like a CVS or like a store beforehand, dollar store, whatever, mm-hmm. and get drinks and snacks and sneak them in. And I was always a big fan of like, I'll always do like a Coke Zero, like I love like a soda with a movie. And then usually some type of candy. I like those like the like mini Kit Kat things or like the mini Reese's things. Oh, or yeah. I'm like a chocolate gal. I do like sour yeah. stuff, but I'm definitely a chocolate person. Yeah, I like fuzzy peaches, but every single oh, those, time. Oh, those hoops? Uh, no, I, not peach rings. Oh. Fuzzy peaches are kind of the same, but they're like um, sphere, not spherical, but they're, they're in, I don't know, they're in a shape okay. of a peach. They're gummies Got and it. they are like sour sweet. And I, those are like my favorite, like um, non-chocolate candy. Yeah. But I always get a stomach ache when I eat oh, them. Oh, well, that's not good. 
Because I can't stop. So then you're just like, oh, in you just it, eat too like, many of them. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, but I, I love them. Next time I go to see a movie, I really want to like buy M&Ms and put like M&Ms in my popcorn. Because I feel like the salty I, and sweet would be great. I feel like it's good in theory, but like, aren't you concerned about melty M&Ms and I mean, is the popcorn hands? really that warm? No. Oh, yeah. I want popcorn. Me too. I love popcorn. Um, so before uh, we get to yeah. the next scene at Graham's house, let's get a quick ad break in here and we'll be right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And we're back. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, Jack and Jen's uh, conversation here because mm-hmm. I think we're probably both on the same side. Um, but Jen returns home to Graham's, and um, we have Jack just like looking at all this food, and Graham's is like, "There's ice cream in the freezer." Like I just I love that there's already like this like shorthand with them. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you know, like I feel bad for like eating all of your food and he's like she says well you make my um granddaughter happy so it's all worth it and I love this because we find I finally feel like we're in a place with Jen and Grams where like they have a decent relationship now yes and that's really nice to see they respect each other's boundaries yes so I think that's great Mm -hmm. um so as he's saying like you make as she's saying that you make my granddaughter happy Jen comes in and she's (laughs) not happy love that uh and she's like you know I don't like to be surprised I don't want you know I don't want to be sold off to like the highest bidder he says that she's overreacting um and Grams is like what's going on and they they tell about the setup and she says, he makes me feel uncomfortable. He stares at me. And he's like, well, he's just infatuated with you. And she goes, I'm not infatuated with him. And I've told you that a thousand times. And you don't listen to me. And now you're taking his side. Yep. Uh, it's a, this is a tough a tough conversation between two friends. And I think. it's real. And I think that. But I think they both can be right. Like, I think Jack could have all the best intentions in the world. Right. His his intentions are pure. He thinks he knows Henry's feelings and he thinks that maybe they'd be a good match. But he's not taking into account Jen's feelings, right? Like she says, maybe he likes me, but that does not mean I like him. And on top of that, you didn't talk to me about this before you just set us up, which isn't fair because you're prioritizing Henry over me. And I thought we were really good friends. So I thought we developed a closeness. I thought we had developed a closeness. Um, yeah, that will never I mean, I don't think that the things that he's accusing, um, she's accusing him of is true. I don't think that he's only focused on getting Henry laid. I don't think exactly. that he had any malicious intent in any of this. Yep. I think that he really thought that he was helping two people that he cares about. Yep. But 
I make he Henry makes Jen feel uncomfortable, and that's that's the fact. Like yep. nobody wants to be ogled at. I think the except thing maybe is, Andy in this episode. I think how Jack could have handled this. Like if we want to brainstorm how Jack could have done a better job, he could have approached Jen and said, "Listen, I've had conversations with Henry. He's really nervous around you, but he really does like you. Do you want to like maybe they could do a friend group hangout, right? And yes. like take some of the pressure yes. off. And that yes. way it's not just on Jen and Henry. It's like a group. Like I there's other ways to approach this that yeah. aren't Jack as can be awkward. a good buffer. Exactly. And he's friends with both of them. They could get, make it a double date. You know, it doesn't have to be or just a group well, hang. I- I mean, Jack's too shy. I know, but there's other ways you can handle right this. Now. Um, yeah. So um, we get Dawson coming home, and of course Eve is there. Because why? Why wouldn't she be? This bitch just B and E's everyone's houses. Yeah, and she she's like, I want my picture back, Dawson. <laughs> and he says, Why, why I want answers? Um, yeah, he says, why are you claiming to be a high school student? Why are you in a boat? Um, and she says, I have, uh, yeah, you have every right to ask. Um, the answers are forthcoming. I turn you into, I turn a dork into a stud in a matter of weeks. And this is the thanks I get. I'm sorry. Like, bitch, what exactly did you do? And how is Dawson considered a fucking stud? He is hotter. But that's not her. That's just fucking, that's, um, that's, he's had a glow up. She's taking the ownership for it. Yeah, but he's had a glow up. That is nothing on her. He aged over the summer, except for the cascading bangs. Don't forget the cascading (laughs) yeah um and he's like you're immoral you're a criminal why were you in graham's house i was looking for somebody to steal so i can sell it and get bus money and get out of here and then he's like well why is a faded old snapshot um mean so much to you as someone who has a cold and detached heart and she goes um, so then she admits, like, I was never a student. The yacht isn't mine. I was squatting. Mm-hmm. And the girl in the photo is my mother. Yeah. Whom um, I've never met. And I'm trying to yeah. find that picture is my only clue. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. get her sob story. Yeah. And this is, well, we have a, we have a voicemail about this, but we'll, we'll get into it here. Um, she found the photo last Christmas. She asked her folks and they told her the truth. She's adopted. Um, and she said she did nothing. She had no angst and it crept up on her. She just had an urge to seek out the missing pieces of the puzzle. Um, all she knows is that her mother lived along the East Coast. And so she's been, uh, bouncing around asking questions. Um, and she says, I haven't found her. Not yet. Not here. It's time for me to move along. First of all, first of all, bitch, you just bopping around hoping you're going to fucking find her on the East Coast. The bitch, entire coast. Do you know how big the fucking East Coast is? On top of that, she, first of all, if you're looking for her, fucking ask people about her. Fucking ask Dawson. Maybe he fucking knows her. She's done yeah. nothing. She's just played it so coy and fucked around with Dawson and pretended to be a fucking stripper and a high school student. What are you doing? <laughs> But how did she end up in Graham's house? Like, I feel like she knows more than she's saying. I mean, possibly because of what we find out later. Like, she probably does. Like, she's probably figured something out. But she hasn't said anything about that to Dawson. She says, I play a role so no one can get close to me. 
Um, most people are good with Eve the actress. You want to see in my screwed up little soul. Once you get past lying and stealing and using sex as a weapon, there's a lot of good stuff in there. <laughs> Where's the good stuff? Yeah. I've seen I none. You, I'd like to think you'll remember me and smile. Like, bitch... You've done nothing. She's such a one-dimensional piece of shit character. Like, she's nothing. She's pretty much just a sex symbol for for Dawson. And that is it. And now they're trying to tell us, tell us, not show us, that there's more to her, that there's layers beneath Eve. Right. Bitch, wait, right. Tell, tell us that for the past fucking four episodes. Come on. Uh, yeah I mean I haven't seen that much growth I mean so if like saying like this was the only episode or the last episode that we've seen her or we see her which I I mean I'm led to believe that's totally not true then yeah like it would be very like what the point like I, I until like we got to the end credits scene I um I didn't I thought that this was the end of Eve. You thought she like, was I just gonna that, leave and that was it. Yeah, like I thought that she got closure, she's looking yeah. for her mom, blah blah blah. Um, and I was like, and it and at that point then it's like, well, what's the story? Is it to loosen Dawson up? Is it to wreak some havoc and put like a wedge between Joey and Dawson? Like what's her what was her point? Yeah, why was um, she here? Now, um, what we'll get to, I feel like we're going to see more of her and learn more of her. So I feel like she is more potential now because of the photo situation than she ever did in the previous five episodes, because now there's a point like now there now we know why she's there right. and now we know where this can go. But aside before this, there was no point And it was like, kind of stupid now i feel like this kind of saved the eve situation when we'll discuss how practical or stupid or ridiculous or soap opery it is but right um, yeah like if this ended here and they were just like yeah like she's deep but you didn't know that then i would say okay this is fucking i guess there's like potential but to me the setup is all wrong like I mean, is it, though? Because, like, we have spent five episodes wondering, like, what Eve is up to. Like, who is she? What is she doing? And I feel like we got, like, a buildup. And it's like now we've opened a door and we kind of know the truth. Like, I feel like this episode is, like, the reason why, like, Eve shit was worth it. Now, you've seen this before. If they just say, like, if, you know, if nothing really comes with this and they were just like, um, okay, well, whatever. Like, hey, Jen, like, I'm your half sister. Yeah. Like, what's up, dude? Like, peace. I just and- think, I just think, like, the setup. If they wanted us to give a shit about Eve, they needed to give us more than what they've given us so far. You can't just come in at this hour, five episodes in after we meet this character, and tell us we're supposed to care. Because to me... Uh, well, like, theoretically, we have countless... We have four more seasons to develop a closeness to Eve. Like, <laughs> But I just... We, like, she's so one-dimensional. Like, again, they're telling us, not showing us, and that's my big mm-hmm. problem with this. Yeah, but, okay, so, like, do you know everything about somebody else in five days no like you no, learn but as you go to me they're like 
purposely making her one dimensional in these episodes. Like she's they're just not purposely the doing anything. These writers fucking suck ass, and they don't understand the characters. And the show writer hates the show. Yeah, they're not doing anything on purpose. They think they're doing a great job. They think this is like the most innovative thing ever. <laughs> and meanwhile, this is like a Days of Our Lives episode, and we're just along for the ride. Yeah. Like it's it's you know they think that they're doing great big things. In reality, it's they don't know trash. what they're up to. Yeah. I think that this gives it some credibility. Like, this is like, okay, this is where we're going. Where does it go? Who knows? It's probably going to be a disaster mess. It's probably going to, like, really yeah. knock Jen off of her, you know, really good course that she's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Or maybe, finally, Jen can finally, like, appreciate some family. Yeah. Um, well, we'll maybe see. Maybe that's a good thing. Like, she, her parents suck, and they don't even want to see her, so maybe a demonic half-sister could be good for Jen. So let me who ask knows? you right here, because we're already talking about it, but who, yeah. like, do you think, how do you think this situation happened, or do you think we'll know, right? Like, is it her okay. half-sister? Is it a full sister? Like, why would she okay, so, for adoption? Okay, this is, this is what happened, because Graham said, let's just jump to the end of the episode. So, um, Dawson comes in with an air conditioner, and he brings it up to Graham's room, or somebody's room, mm-hmm. and he sees a picture of a woman with Graham's, and he goes, like, hey, Graham's, like, who's that person in the photo? And she's like, it's Jesus Christ. He's like, no, 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 the other <laughs> one, the other one. ridiculous, the other by the way. One. Okay, so she goes, that's my daughter. She was 18 in that photo right before she went away for college. So that leads me to believe that... She went to college and got pregnant at college. Okay. So I, and that's when she gave the baby up for adoption because she was young. I don't, Grams definitely doesn't know about her because she was probably off at college when this happened. So Grams doesn't know that she had a baby because she's like very religious. So she can't say that she had sex out of wedlock. So, um, so she hid the pregnancy from Grams and she had the baby while she was away at college and she um went off and met jen's parents who are well off because i can only assume because they live in manhattan and she lived like a good well-to-do life when they eventually had jen um Mm -hmm. a few years later yeah i mean i feel like that does track um yeah yeah i mean i'm curious we'll we'll have to see what happens but it's I just feel like all this, like, there wasn't, I don't know. She's not a redeemable character to me. Like, she's not three-dimensional. It's just, like, a shit show. And I'm not. Look, like, let's see how this. I'm maybe like, we'll, like, let's, maybe we'll let's like how Let's see how this plays out. out. Um, because it could be, if, you know, if this doesn't really, like, come of everything when this whole yeah. big secret's revealed, then, yeah, it's pointless. If they somehow, like, make it. So that like Jen develops like a relationship with her, then maybe it's worth something. Maybe it'll or all be worth maybe it. she re- makes a relationship with Grams. Like yeah. maybe it's it's worth it. Um, we don't even know Jen's mom. We've never met her. All we know is that they kicked her out. They don't yep. want her to go home. Um, the father kind of has the last say, so we don't know anything about Jen's 
This is the first time we ever saw a picture of Jen's mom. Yeah, we don't even know what she looks like. Yeah, that was the first time we ever saw her. So, yeah, that's so true. We'll see. We, I'm just not yeah. confident. I know. Again, this is me saying this from a a point where I do not remember how all this goes mm-hmm. down. Um, yeah. I'm just not happy with how we arrived here. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like at the very least, it'll open up a door for us to meet Jen's parents, which Hopefully, is something yeah. that we've wanted for a really long time. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. Um, at the very least. Um, so going going back, um, we get um, okay. So we're still at Dawson's. He hands back the photo, and she's like, "You're a sweet boy," and uh, she's out of there. The blah blah blah. For you. <laughs> uh, Jen uh, is back on the lawn, and Jack comes with like the white flag. Um, waving in the wind and he says believe it or not I did the Henry thing for you and not for Henry I just don't want you to be alone yeah Um, and she's like well this was our place and you like jeopardized that like you know you had to bring him to our special spot like I thought that you were having fun yeah this I can connect with because it's like it does make sense that she would be upset because it's their thing to do and she feels like he violated that like that's a fair thing to say I yep. think yeah sure and he's just like I just know that you want more out of your life than just like hanging out with me and he's like you, you know I've had lovers I've had boyfriends but I've never had a boy who is first and only a friend and who wasn't trying to secretly gain my pants or walk away from me the second I didn't want to sleep with him mm-hmm. and someone who likes me for me. Uh, and she's like, and like, unless like you change your mind about some things like you and me are like the perfect BFF pair. Yep. Um, and he's and she's like, and actually, I just feel like this was more about you than it was about me. And he says, I don't have a crush on Henry. And she goes, um, I just think it's you who's the one who's lonely for a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I think that that could be accurate. I also think that Jack might feel like he's either not ready because he wasn't ready last season when Joey tried to set him up. Or he maybe is like, I'm the only guy at Cape Side that's gay. Like, gay population one. This isn't New York. Um, and Jen says, don't worry about that. Like, you're going to have a fantastic love life. It will be awesome. It will be terrifying. And when it happens, it will change your life. Um, I have all the faith. Uh, I have all the uh, faith that things happen when they're least expected. And of course, the sprinklers go off on them again. Um, mm-hmm. It's really sweet. I really love how they're so supportive of each other. Um, but yeah, I think like I think it's tough for Jack. I mean, he is in a small town, and if he's the only one who's like out, that's that's tough. You know, who is yeah, he like supposed who, to date? Exactly. Who will he date? Um, I I don't know. Like I feel like that they have to go to like Boston or Provincetown. Like they yeah, have to go somewhere to yeah. like a city to meet somebody. Um, I don't know if Cape Side is the place for him. Yeah. Um, ultimately. Um. So we're back at Joey's work, and Andy comes and speaks to Joey, and she goes, um. Rob isn't here. I guess you guys had like a wild night last night. And Andy insists that nothing happened. Not that you deserve an explanation. But after the movie, he walked me home and brought me to my front door. And he was a perfect, perfect gentleman. And Joey's like, he's a prince of darkness. (laughs) So I love uh, I love how Joey speaks about Rob. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And uh, this is when uh, he Rob approaches and he says slacking off on the job potter last night. It was quite a threesome. Next time I want to be in the middle. Um, Barf. Yeah. And then he says, I thought we closed it at eight on on those nights. And she says, oh, well, no one comes in after seven. You know that. And he fucking just straight up fires her. Yeah, I mean, this is because she won't play his games, yeah. so she is fired, and it's it's ridiculous. I don't understand and how Andy can see this and still defend him. No, she's defending Joey. She tries to help. She's like, you know, this is a misunderstanding. Like, don't fire her. Um, and Joey says, don't bother. Um, and she goes off on him. She's like, you know what? Um you know, the day your out of whack libido lands you in so deep that even your daddy can't save your ass. Don't call me as a character witness. Rotten hell. I love it. Um, yeah. And she walks off. Andy is looking at her while Rob is smug as a bug in Zerug. What an asshole. Yeah, he truly is the worst. It's like as if we didn't have enough characters to dislike this season. They're like, let's just throw you another one. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of already talked about um, the the next scene where Grams finds the picture picture of Jen's mom. So, um, yeah, is her is the mom's name Ellen or Helen? Did you catch? that? I thought she said Helen. OK, um, I wasn't quite sure. I, could be I like wrong. It, it might be it might be. Ellen. It was it's one of those two. I just I yeah. couldn't I couldn't quite hear. So, um, yeah. So there there we are. Here's an episode. Um, it was a mess. It was definitely my but, least favorite of the season, for sure. Yeah, totally. Um, I do feel as though I'm very intrigued by the Eve storyline. Like, I want to see where it goes mm. because, um, I don't know, like a half, a, a surprise half sister who's a demon um, is very interesting to me. Like, mm. what can this, what can happen from this? It's very peculiar. A part of me feels like, I don't know, like Eve's probably a con woman and maybe she's just saying that she's a half sister to try to get money from Jen's family. Like maybe she saw like Jen's parents in like a page five news article and is like, I am going to scam you out of all of your money and you're going to have to pay me. And I, love I feel this. like... Yeah. I feel like that's a huge possibility. Maybe there's some lying deception in this. Maybe it's not as black and white as we thought. Like, you know, Eve can really do anything. Like, she's literally a sociopath demon straight from hell. Um, So anything is possible. But until I'm, I'm just interested to see how this all plays out. And I hope that... Jen protects her little heart. Yeah. Um, Dawson is now holding on to a secret. So it's like, when is Dawson going to combust and bring this up to Jen? Yeah, I guess. So how how long, how many episodes do you give it until oh, Jen finds out, let's say? Yeah, 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 next episode. Okay. Well, speaking of next episode, it is called Secrets and Lies. There we go. Secrets and lies. I mean, this is this is it. Like there are secrets yeah. and there are lies and we will uncover what that's all about. Yep. 
Yeah, I can't wait. I really didn't like this episode as obvious as when we were talking about it. I, I just have no interest in the Steve, the Steve storyline, the Eve's storyline. Um, I just think they didn't build her up enough for me to care. What I care more about, honestly, is how General will react to all of this. That's more where I care. Um, yeah, but it's yeah. going to be interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, shall we get into the feedback? Yes. All righty. So from Dirtbag Kelly, um, he says, of course, Andy would go on a date with Rob because the writers continue to bury her. And he agrees with me. Who offers a lick of their popsicle to people? It's disgusting. <laughs> Disturbing. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, he says he did enjoy, just like you, enjoy Joey sitting next to them at the movie theater. Um, she was having a great time. <laughs> goober. I love when she offers them goobers. Um, but also, like, she spent, like, four paychecks, like, that on food. that movie food. She did. She really was going all out. Um, she's like, if I'm going to go with through the, the shtick, I'm going to stick with it. Um, and uh, and Kelly says, only two more episodes of this trash till hopefully our Queen Andy makes a triumphant comeback. Keep up the great Andy. work, ladies. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I don't know, I know. like, how they're going to get her back to the other side. This is going to... This is going to be very interesting to watch play out. Yeah. Um, and Karen has some insight. I thought this was really interesting. Um, she says that um, there's there's a book that she's mentioned in the past that she doesn't want to say the name because it's spoilery. Um, but she does say that the Pacey Joey relationship was not intended in, in the beginning of season three. Um, it happened after that showrunner was fired midseason. Um, Joshua Jackson led a cast revolt after all they all hated the storylines, which you'll we'll see when we get there. Um, and uh, she says there's one storyline later that's, that tipped the production over and led to a shutdown. Um, and she says you can still prefer Andy and Pacey, but Joey and Pacey was a mid-season idea. They were hanging out because um, Dawson asked Pacey to look after her. And apparently, this is some tea, Joshua Jackson was dating the actress who played Eve while she was on the show. How did Joshua Jackson get her? And also, isn't that awkward? Because he dated Katie Holmes. So, like, this is there was some so, real life drama yeah, on the set when all this drama. Love to yeah. see it. Um, Jennifer also um, wrote in on Twitter and was kind of telling the same tale. Yeah, that it's it was not pre-planned, which is interesting because it feels like it is. Like it feels like because it is. we know what's happening. I know. I know. So like we or like I mean it you just, know what's happening. I you know, kind of yeah. know because of it just feels like, forced. Like life. It just feels forced that like yeah Dawson said to keep an eye on her. He didn't say to be best fucking best friends with her. Like it just feels like very. But it developed naturally because like they really like have more in common they than do. Joey and Dawson does. They do, but I just think like some of the stuff like Joey skipping school, like that shit pisses me off because it's just so unrealistic. But um but yeah. Um and then of course we have an amazing voicemail from Kimmy. So I'm going to play it. This is from Kimmy. Hi ladies. Had to hop on the voicemail for this one. Did I understand this correctly? Eve is traveling up and down the eastern seaboard asking questions about her birth mom? This, this is her chosen method of trying to find someone? She is going to every single city, town, <laughs> village, island, and cove just asking questions? <laughs> what? But okay, let's say this in any way makes sense. Eve has not asked anyone one single <laughs> fucking question. <laughs> 
All she does is ask Dawson to have sex like somehow Dawson's dick <laughs> is a magic eight ball oh that will give her the answers <laughs> she seeks. Can we just take a second to realize Eve is literally in the house she has been traveling up and down the eastern seaboard looking for and couldn't find the photo that fucking Dawson, Cascading Bangs Dawson, found after seeing the photo one time. Now, Eve is doomed to go up and down the eastern seaboard, eventually, as Jess says, ending up on some sort of sex registry, slowly, because she is more interested in being a, a creep than a sleuth. Why? Why didn't they just vanquish her like a demon from Charm? Because that would be less absurd than this. This storyline is wild. But shout out to my girl, Joey. She's a real one. Standing by Andy, even though Andy gaslights her with that hair and those bits. <laughs> also, Gramps. That is a Lord Jesus Christ as interpreted by one of our gifted young Sunday school students. Ah, this show is pure comedy. It Thank is. you for getting me to rewatch it. You both are magic. You're magic. I can't tell you how much I laughed listening to that voice. How many <laughs> shakes of Dawson's dick can uh, does it take to tell you an answer <laughs> about where Eve's mom is? Where is my mommy? Pump, 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 pump. Like, honestly, it really is. And like, she's so right. Like, Eve, and here's the thing. Like, Eve is just going up and down the coast seducing young teen boys. And, like, have you seen my mother? Are you my mother? Have you seen her? But, like, asking no one who's actually of, like, Jen's mom's age that would actually know her. Yes. Like, I would be going. Yeah. I would be going to, like, Mitch and Gail, not fucking Dawson. Like, and she, yeah. Like, she didn't ask. I never heard her ask one inquiring question. Yeah, I just about think any of this. I just think You're it's just stealing so boats. Funny. Yeah, she's stealing like, boats, working at strip clubs, throwing stripper parties, trying to seduce teen boys. How is so this some kind of detective even, agency? Yeah, you, she's not even like under like the radar. She's like really like you know what? No. Like if I get arrested and going to jail, that would be more successful than me actually like, finding my mom. Bitch, hang a fucking flyer, like. I don't know why you need to be so coy about have looking you for seen, your mom. Have you seen have this Have you seen woman? this mom? Like, that's what I'm saying. Hang a fucking flyer. Why is she acting so coy about it? If, if you're really honestly and truly looking for your mother, you're not going to play coy. You're going to be like, my name is Eve. Hold up the photo. Have you seen this woman? No? Okay, on to the next fucking town along the East Coast. What a Every freaking single shit town. show. I mean, there, I mean, was there Google at this point? Probably was Ash Jeeves. <laughs> Dear Jeeves, who is my mom? Yeah. Jeeves, who's my mother? Yeah. Who's my mother? It's fucking <laughs> absurd. And thank you, Kimmy, for that voicemail because it was truly. Yeah, please leave you, us more voicemails because honestly, yeah. it was magical hearing your voice and your frustration. Yeah. <laughs> Dear, Dear Jeeves, where can I get the <laughs> crappiest clothes that are humanly possible that show zero, um, um, all, like one hundred percent skin. Yes, absolutely ridiculous. Thank you, Kimmy. Thank you, everybody, for sending in your feedback. That was amazing. This episode fucking sucked. Um, dear Jeeves, how do I steal a boat? <laughs> dear Jeeves, 
And you know she has to go to the library to ask Jeeves. Oh my god, yeah, she's all these yes, things. Yes, and she's probably wearing the like ugly ass brown wig that she wore when she was a stripper because she needs to be in a disguise <laughs> for whatever reason. Why are you in disguise when you're actively looking for somebody? <laughs> fucking put up flyers, Eve. Go to the library, make photocopies, and fucking paste that shit all over town. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, I can't. What are you doing? I think that she's on to something. Like, there's no reason why she should be sneaking around Graham's house without knowing oh, that, oh, that that is her family. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out next episode. Um, Is it time to move on to the fashion now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me let me ask Jeeves where the fashion hour uh, pictures Jeeves, are. Who wore the best outfit this episode? No, and like you know, like when you're a kid, all you ask Jeeves is like, "Dear Jeeves, like what will I be when I grow yeah. up?" It's like, and Jeeves is not a genie. No, Jeeves doesn't know what the fuck's going on. No, like okay, the rest so. of us. Fashion Hour. We have our two awards, the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit and the Paul Rudd Certificate um, for the most timeless outfit. Um, My first nomination for the Rachel Green Award is Jack. And this is Jack's like laying on the quilt that Graham's sold. um, Well, didn't sell (laughs) at the craft market. She made it 100%. She just didn't sell it. So they're laying there. Uh, Jack has his beefy arms out. Um, he's wearing this like tank top that is gray and has like cording on the back. And then he's wearing like a yellowish beige, um, short khaki shorts, no shoes because you don't, well, actually you have to take off the shoes on the quilt or else Grimms will get really upset. Oh, she'd be very upset. She's certainly yeah. a, a shoes off household. Yeah. And I just felt like this was like a very like 90s, like teen boy outfit. Like doesn't quite match. Doesn't you kind of look like a little grody in it. Um, I just felt like it was very like beefcake. And I feel like he's reached his form of like sportsman Jack. Like this is a sportsman yeah. Jack outfit. He has like a tank top on to show off the football yes. muscles. Yeah, I think it's a good look. And let's not let's be real. Uh, I think his name's Kurt. Is it Kurt Smith or something? He's like pretty built like he's looking good. Why wouldn't he want to show it off? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I asked for a hot one in the here's the heartthrob. There you go. Here's my hot one. Um, My second nomination is Andy. And this is Andy's date outfit. Now, these bangs were looking better, but I think somebody got a little bang trim between this and the last episode. They're like, oh, my God, they nearly touched her eyebrows. Time to snip them. Now they're like two inches off of her eyebrows, unfortunately, and the hair is definitely shorter. It was looking better last episode and she definitely was forced to get a haircut. But she is wearing some like little like butterfly clip barrettes type of things in her hair. She's wearing a choker. Her dress is a white dress with like um, dark blue flowers on it mm-hmm. and it's short it's like above the knee mm. this is like a very cute date outfit and i felt like it was 90s because of the silhouette uh the straight across top the skinny straps um and i think that it looks like something like you would wear to like the country club yeah i think that this is like one of the first like grown-up outfits we've seen andy and she's always in these like cutesy outfits and finally yeah. they give her a more like 
adult mature, mature yeah. dress like definitely the skinny spaghetti straps were a thing they were a moment let's not go back to that moment please um because they make me look like a linebacker um but on her it is very cute I like the floral look for her yeah um my last nomination is Jen in the sex dress so this is a very thin tank top dress that goes above the knee and is skin tight and nearly see-through and there's butterflies on it and she's her hair is looking pretty cute like it's looking like wavy and she has some little barrette in her hair too. did you notice it's a butterfly oh um, I legitimately, i'm legitimately butterfly this brings me back I'm pretty sure I had a clip that was either this or something like it that was like a dragonfly and they were like very popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So this dress leaves little to the imagination and she looks freaking spectacular in it. I just don't know if it's appropriate for high school. No, she looks fucking amazing. Like it's like you said, it's skin tight. It's like and of course she's like sucking on a bomb pop at the same time. And her hair is looking great. Like this is definitely, in my opinion, probably best hair gen like we've seen. Um, Mm -hmm. I like it better than even the straight hair in season one. I think the curls, I think like a girl like Jen needs some curl in her hair because she can have a wild side. And so you don't want the boring hair, you know, you want the fun hair. The edginess. Exactly. Um, so I think here, as much as I I like Jack's outfit and I want to reward him, I think this is the best Jen has looked and you have to reward the sex outfit because that's what it is. It's a sex outfit and she is killing it. So I'm going to give the point to Jen. Yeah. Um, my next nomination is, or excuse me, um, our next category is the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. Um, my first nomination is Eve, and this is her pink dress. So this is like a tube top dress, but like tube tops are kind of coming back. But like what I really liked about this dress, besides the color, which is like baby pink, is the back, which it kind of ties in the back and you get like a little back peekaboo mm-hmm. so cute she's wearing like a simple silver necklace it's not a choker it's like goes to i don't know her upper chest mm-hmm. and i just think that she like this is like a cute little dress to romp around in yeah something, ruin some lives something like <laughs> something like this is certainly timeless because like a tube top dress is gonna be you know they're around i think this baby pink color is definitely of this time but you could still see it now um obviously leaves very little to the imagination i'm pretty sure i could see her belly button in this um but yeah it's like she's a sex symbol like that's it is what it is right mm-hmm yep my next nomination is Pacey. Now, Pacey is, this is his, like, detective outfit, and he's, like, harassing Doug. But he's wearing this, like, nice, like, blue button-down shirt um, that's, like, short shorter sleeves. It's just, like, a nice color for him. He's wearing dark um, pants. Uh, just, like, a casual look, but he doesn't look like he's... I don't know. He's not wearing Hawaiian shirt and he's not like 
I don't know. He or a vest. He always dresses like a dork. So like this is kind of a little cool for no, him. No, I like this. Like I think it, the besides it being kind of on the on the baggier side, like you could see a guy wearing this. It would be like at least a size and a half smaller um, nowadays. Yeah. But I like the color on him. I think it's just like a nice casual blue um, button down shirt. No, I like this. And his hair doesn't look like shit. So that's good news, too. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah. My last nomination is another Jen outfit. She is, this is like her outfit where she like talks to Henry and then yells at Jack. And I just thought it was like really cute because her hair is still wavy, but it's up and it has like a little like front pieces in the front. And it's like such a cute little ponytail. And she's wearing some jean shorts that are frayed on the bottom, which I think is now of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, her shirt has like a little bit of like Lula Rowe energy. Yeah, but it's it does. a blue shirt. Yeah, uh, it could be seen. I don't know. I think the shirt if, if OK, here's the thing. If this shirt wasn't so fugly, I might give it to Jen. But I really hate the pattern. And like you said, it gives me big Lululemon or whatever the hell it's called. Lululemon. Yeah, yeah. LuLaRoe. OK, I don't know. I don't wear them. I just know they exist and that apparently there's a documentary about it. Yeah, I watched the documentary. But was it good? Should I watch it? It was interesting. Okay. Um, the the accessory that puts it over the edge is the sweat that they spritzed. Oh, so her with. much sweat, and not only that, yeah. but they like painted her red too. They're like, we need to make you look like you're like yeah. overheating. Yeah. Um, so out of all of these um, photos, we get uh, four out of six are sweaty pictures. Yeah, there's so many sweaty ones. Um, I think the thing is, is her hair is so cute in this. Isn't it cute? Yes. Like it's what I would dream my hair would look like when it's pulled up because you have like the PC bits in the front and it looks like I didn't even mean to look this cute. The shorts are cute. I just really hate the top. I just don't think it's like a cute top at all. And I think that I am going to give the point to PC. I think he's earned it because even though he's made like a little bit of progress, right? Like he's he's looking a lot better than he Mm -hmm. was. And so I want to reward that. So I'm going to get the to PC this week. Oh, look at that. He's we love a success story. Yes. So that's it. Congratulations to um Jen. Did was Jen winning the first one? Uh yes. I don't even remember. It was, it was three so seconds ago. ago. Um Congratulations to Jen and Pacey for winning your award. Yes. Cha cha cha. Um, this was a interesting episode, Jessica. We we made it through. We apparently only have two more episodes until things kind of get back to normal. I hope so. I'm just like, I'm ready to turn the corner. Like in the beginning, it was fun to trash how bad it was. Now I'm to the point where I'm like, I miss my characters as they were. I miss Andy being a rootable character. Um, I really love Jack and Jen, so that hasn't changed. But I just I just miss some of the old times of season two. So I'm hoping that once we turn mm-hmm. a corner in well, this season, yeah. it'll it'll We're be missing when Dawson's Creek had a heart. Yeah, it just feels so tropey. At the very you know what? On the bright side, you know what we didn't have to talk about this week? Football. Hmm. Sports. Oh. Yes. I haven't missed it. I'm sorry. Yes. We still Goodbye, don't really football. know what the po- the pool noodles are. Um yeah, I no did one, ask no somebody to tell us. somebody told me it was for something and I don't remember because I didn't frankly care that much. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was that was They like pushed them to like build up strength. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I also want to shout out in terms of feedback, Temi. Temi sends us so much Temi good is legit. nuggets and so funny, so funny all the yes. time. So thank you, Temi, for your Twitter feedback. Also, um, we should say that I believe it was Linda who said, was it Linda's brother? Linda's someone. Someone in Linda's life told her that I was brother. right about the football about situation. Football. About the four yeah. ways to get the football down the field. Thank you. Thank you. I will now be accepting all my sports awards. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah. I guess. I guess. I told you. Well, I, mean, I told well, you. Hopefully we can learn a little bit more about football. I don't want to learn Just any more about football. Just a little bit more <laughs> lessons. Uh, so once again, next week, you'll be getting our surprise. Don't, don't be that excited. It's not, it's not that exciting. It's it's like, it's a shorter podcast. It's just something to, to tide you over, you know, until we're back. Yeah. So we got that coming. Um, Boy Meets World, if you want to check out Boy Meets World, we'll have an episode up on its regular day on Thursday. Um, if you haven't. Listen to our Halloween Town 2 podcast that just came out this past weekend on the 9th. Check that out. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was just Jess and I. Mm-hmm. Um, coming later this month is Interview with a Vampire. Um, and that was with Sarah Carradine. And that will be fun. And then on to November content. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe how fast time flies and now we gotta i gotta start my christmas shopping oh god i don't even want to think about it um and then beyond that you can always hear my voice over at post show recaps on community building and now succession so give that a listen if that is something that you're going to be watching the new season starts october 17th super excited to be covering that with grace and josh so go give that a listen to and if you'd like become a patron because that's where i am as sarah can now attest i am there a lot of the time so if you want to chat with me, indeed, I'm there. Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. I think that's everything I have. You can find us at Shit 90s Pod, Twitter, Instagram. We have Shit 90s If you want to be like Kimmy and be awesome and send us a voicemail, we will play it on the podcast because we love getting them. We love hearing your voices. I feel like it adds so much depth to what you're saying is when we can hear the frustration, the laughs. I really enjoy getting them. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. We love getting them. And also reviews. We just got a new review. Sarah, we should read it. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up right now. We got a new review um, and it says this podcast is a constant highlight in my week. Justin and Sarah are hilarious and give me the 90s nostalgia fix I seek. Listen if you want to remember better days. And that was by Kimmy. So thank you so much, Kimmy. Oh, thank you, Kimmy. Thank you so much. Yes. So we really appreciate any reviews you all can give us because it does boost us up a little bit for so more people will find the podcast and we'll just have more feedback to read, which is always exciting. Um, So thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all. uh, Not I mean, next week we'll talk to you, but then we'll talk to you again the week after. So have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me